Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Welcome back to the Switch Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Vince Park, and today I am joined by Josh Strozelecki. How are you doing today, Josh? Doing good, Vince. How are you? Man, I'm doing great. Josh is killing over there at our Life Church Jinx location, and then back with us today is Nick Domasic. How are you doing, sir? So excited, man. Pumped to be here. Good. And just to clarify, Nick is not from Kansas City. He is from the loose, St. Louis. Okay, yeah, right? Correct. Yeah. I remembered that because some time has passed since last time, and I didn't want to forget it all. <laughs> You're good. Spot on. From St. Louis. All right. You forgive me? I forgive you. I forgive you. That's, right. that's what it's all about. Well, very good. Very good. Well, today, here's the deal. We're talking about making it personal. And what does that mean? When you think about your own life, and I just say, man, if somebody to make it personal for you, what does that mean to you? Because that switch, we're a relationship based uh, ministry. But we want to make sure that we're making it personal for each and every student that walks through the doors. And so I've got a couple experts on that to talk about that today. And so, Josh, when you hear the term make it personal, what does that mean to you? Making it personal, personal is just finding ways to uh, engage with anybody in a way that doesn't just focus on your specific uh, things that you like, but it's the things that they like. It's getting to know that other person and knowing them for who they are and what they like um, and what they're passionate about. That's good. That's good. That's very good. Nick, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think, um, man, think about how, how important it is to make it personal in your own life. The things that you're involved in, and I mean, take, just take a step out of youth ministry for just a moment, like in your work, in your everyday life, going to the gym, the, the things that you like to do, think about the importance that it holds when you make those things personal in your own life. And when you walk into those places and something as simple as somebody knows your name, and so you bring it back to youth ministry, we want to do that for our students. We want our students to walk through those doors and we want them to feel important because we know that if they feel important, then we're going to make an impact on them. And essentially we're going to, that's how we're going to lead them to become fully devoted followers of Christ. Come on, man. That's so good. Now here's the deal. We're not just laning from our own personal life experiences, which are great, but I believe it's also great uh, to do research, to read. And I tell you a book that's really good, and this book is actually titled, It's Personal, Five Questions You Should Answer to Get to Know Every Kid. And this book is by Virginia Ward, Reggie Joyner, and Chris and Ivy. I've met all these people, and they are amazing. And I tell you, it's a short, easy book to read. As a matter of fact, we're going to kind of follow along with it today as we discuss. We've all kind of read it and have some amazing thoughts on it. And Josh, just kind of tell me, as you thought about this book, as you read through it, what are some things that stood out with you? Uh, so, so much. It's, it's incredible as you read a book like this, um, and, and whether it's in ministry or in your everyday life, um, to, as you read it, I've literally every single page remembered moments where somebody did this for me um, or I've done that for somebody. And so uh, whether it be, um, and we're going to go through knowing somebody's name, knowing what matters to them, knowing where they live, knowing uh, what they've done and knowing what they can do, uh, every single page, every story, I was reminded um, whether it be something that somebody did for me, which led me to be where I am today, or uh, stories of students um, that are either have already happened or are still in the works because of what um, ways that I've been able to implement these five things um, into my everyday walk. That's very good. That's very good. So Nick kind of touched on the first question that's in his book. Do you know my name? 
And I believe when you know someone's name, you give them value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You acknowledge their presence. You acknowledge they're there. I don't know if you've ever forgotten someone's name or mm-hmm. had someone forgot your name and what that's like and how awkward that is. Nick, you got a story about forgetting someone's name or they forgetting yours? Man, for sure. So many, so many stories about times when, when I've either had my name remembered or forgotten and, and just the different impact it, it holds. And the reality is, is when somebody does forget your name, it does sting a little bit. Yeah. That, that hurts. And, and it shows how important it is to really know and and to see what the the power of a name holds. And so, um, man, I had a time I'll never forget. I was, to to go on the positive side of this, I was involved in a camp. It was my very first time there. And the youth pastor and I had a good conversation. And later on in the week, he remembered my name. And that was really cool. And that was really impactful. But what was even better is I came back a year later, a camp that lasts four days. I came back a year later. And that same youth pastor, I had seen him. Of course, I know his name. He calls me out by name. And the moment, that moment right there, the the importance that I felt, the the impact that he had on me just with that made me want to hear what he had to say. Mm-hmm. It made me want to get to know him more. And the things that he was telling me about God, man, they were important to me because he cared about me. And so I think about that in my walk. And and I'll be honest with you, I've forgotten names before. And you can tell the the pain that that holds sometimes. And, and it just reminds me of how important it is to remember a student's name when they walk through that door because they want to feel important and they want to feel yeah. like they have a part in what's happening. So just saying, hey, girl, or hey, buddy, does not have the same impact? Not nearly as impactful. What if you emphasize it like, hey, buddy, how you doing? Man, I, I think I think if you're really close to them, I think if you're if you're really getting to know them and, and they know you know their name, then that could be cool. It could be like a, a next level. But if, if they know, I mean students know when you when you don't know their name. They know when you're just trying to slide by. And and so that's why it's really important not to I mean to do your best. It's gonna happen. That that is life, especially when you're when you're working with a lot of students. But it's really important to really try to call them out by name, even if you do know their name continue to call them out by name because there's power in that. There really is power in a name. So I don't have to get to know everyone's name, but at least one person's name, right? I would, I would say that's a good starting point. Yeah. It's a great starting point. So one of the next questions in the books is, do you know what matters to me? Josh, when you read through this, when you think about your own life, uh, tell me how this stood out to you. So knowing what matters to somebody, whether it be sports, whether it be shoes, whether it be a a TV show, a movie, knowing what matters to somebody and being able to bring that up in a conversation, um, it shows that one, you remember something about that person. And I think it goes even deeper. I I love being able to walk through uh, the hallways every single weekend and on Wednesday nights and ask ask a kid, hey, Sam, man, did you see uh, what happened with the OKC Thunder recently? And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't watch basketball that much, but I had to learn if I want to make it personal, I've got to know something about the OKC Thunder being in Oklahoma. I've got to know something about them, whether it be their team players, whether it be the news that's going on, I've got to know something so that I can reach Sam in a brand new way. And I've learned that there's, if one kid likes the OKC Thunder, there's gonna be tons of students who love that same thing. So it's just making it knowing what's going on and being able to bring that up, it's gonna show, oh wait, Josh remembers that I'm a fan and whether or not I like the OKC Thunder or whether or not I like basketball, I'm gonna learn it simply so I can build a relationship with him. So, Josh, instead of me just talking about things that matter to me, 
what I want to do is get to know you and things that matter to you. Right. Man, that says so much right there. I mean, it just says so much. So when you think about the context, I'll go to the next question, Nick, here. Do you know my story? Right. So, Nick, I've known you for a little bit. I know a little bit about your story. But I think knowing someone's story brings so much context. It kind of helps paint a greater picture to know exactly where I live before you've gotten on to me or judged me or mistreated me. But to know, hey, I actually sleep on the floor of my grandmother's house because my parents lost the right or custody. Or I do live with both my parents, but I never see my dad because he's, he's working a lot. Or I feel so much pressure as a high school senior to live and walk in the same steps as my parents. So when you think about context, knowing someone's story, what brings to mind for you? Sure. And first, I want to say, if you know someone's story, congratulations. Because what you've done is you have stepped into a next level of trust with them. And that that's a really big deal. I mean, we, we talk about what we do here. This is so important. We're getting to know each other on a level that's going to help us to lead one another to Christ. The most important thing, the most decision, the, the most important decision that we can make um, in our walk, in our, in our lives, in our journey. And so if you've learned a student's story, that means they trusted you enough to tell you that story yeah. and, and to pour into you. And so they're trusting you. They want you to walk with them. And so in that, know that you do hold a responsibility. There is a, there is a level of responsibility, but also a great opportunity that comes with that for you to really speak into somebody's life and to make a really big impact. And that's where it gets personal. And so that's a great time for you to be encouraging and to step into to that relationship with trust and maybe even just take a step of faith and get to know them on an even deeper level. That's good. I like that. I like that. Yeah. And if I can touch on, on something right as well, when you know somebody's story, it is actually going to allow you to connect with them and lead them in a better way. You're going to understand why they're acting the way they're acting. If they're acting out or being loud or being obnoxious, like you're going to know where that stems from. And it's going to allow you to be able to pastor and minister and reach them in a brand new way. Or maybe if something comes up at school that they don't want to share with their parents and they share it with you because you know their story, you're going to know exactly how to navigate that to the parent so that because that's what we're all about is partnering with parents you're gonna be able to connect with that that parent or that grandparent or whoever that person is because you know their story you're gonna know exactly how to more effectively reach and pastor the entire family that's good so i think that leads very nicely to our next question of do you know what i've done uh man the bible says that we've all fallen short We've, we've all sinned we've all messed up and I know personally, I've walked around going, man, if people only knew, you know, imagine how students feel, you know, or even other leaders feel. Like if you only knew, and even sometimes this may not be the most horrible thing, but to you, the enemy likes to lie and attack and, and beat you up about things. But I think it's when people find out and they do know that we're okay, that we have that grace and that truth and we extend that love of Christ. So Josh, go ahead and extend on that for me a little bit. Uh, yeah. Um you, you, you touched on it so well that the enemy is going to take what we've done and he's going to make that seem like so big in our eyes and it's going to weigh heavy on us. And I know for me, uh, years ago, before I was in ministry, uh, when, I, when I fell hard and, I'm, and I made a mistake, I, it was so hard for me to tell anybody. 
so difficult because I was so scared of the judgment that was going to come on the other end of it. And I was afraid, man, the, the calling that God has on my life, I'm not going to be able to fulfill it because of the mistakes I've made. But because somebody who cared enough about me to understand and, and be able to, to empathize with where I was and be able to lead me through that, it's actually caused me to be able to love people better no matter what they've done and understanding just like you said we, we've all messed up and being able to understand that and and connect with students with that it is going to be able to take them out of their mess and take them to the the glory and the beauty that what god has called them to to do and to be whatever it may be yeah, and I think that's, we talk about it so often, that's why we do what we do is because the enemy wants to lie, mm. put those things in darkness, and, and tell us that bringing it out into the light is actually a bad thing, and it's going to hurt us, and, and we're not going to have people there for us, but we do this, we step into this role, whether you're a community leader, a switch leader, a youth pastor, whatever it might, whatever it may be, you step into that role because you have a chance to call somebody out by name. That's the first step. You call them out by name. You build the trust, and then later on, you break down what they're going through, and you bring it into the light. And right there, we can destroy it. And so um, it's just understanding that, man, there is a lot of pain in what, there is a lot of pain in students' lives, but you do get that chance to step in and to, and to be a part of the story. It's so good. It's so good. Now, the last question the book addresses is, do you know what I can do? We talked about on an earlier podcast about empowering leaders, empowering students. Uh, Nick, go ahead and touch on, on that. Do you know what I can do? Yeah, so um, I think often, like one thing we need to do in our own lives, in our own mind, is make sure that when we step into this role, we are getting to know the students. That's, that's the foundation. We are getting to know them because they do have capabilities. They do have things that they can do that we don't even know they can do yet. But the more we get to know them, the more we'll see some of those things come out and some of those things be brought out. And so we talk about it a lot, showing up in students' lives. We show up consistently. We show up randomly. We show up mentally. And when you show up those three ways, you can pull a whole lot out of students that they did not know they had. We saw this at Broken Arrow. Um, we have a leader. Her name is Haley. And this leader, she is, in, she is absolutely incredible. And here's what she did. Um, she got to know some students. It was her very first night as a switch leader. She had made it through the orientation process. Night one goes through. We give them a touch point, which is this challenge to go out and to get to know students. And she goes out and she meets these three girls her very first time, knows their names, finds out what they're involved in learns that they're a part of a band recital and that that recital is going to happen the next day and she attends the recital. Come on. And what we see, what we saw happen with this, just this one move, this one motion that Haley made in making an impact on students' lives is these three girls are bought in, they're swerving, and they're now making an impact on their church because a leader started that off, because a leader got to know who they were. And so, man, you can pull a lot out of students and students can do so much when we pour into them and empower them. Yeah, yeah, and I think that this last question is, is so powerful because I think everybody listening right now, you can, uh, you can agree that somebody at some point in time has told you, no, you can't do that. No, you're not good enough. No, you're not going to you know, equate to anything. Um, and when we tell students that, not only does it push them away from us, but if we're supposed to be a representation of Jesus and be leading them to Jesus, when they when it pushes them away from us, it pushes them away from God, or it'll push them away to somebody else or something else. And so when we can understand and see the potential in students, because they're not the leaders of tomorrow, they're the leaders of today. 
when we can empower them to do so much, whether it be through uh, swerving on the weekend, whether it be leading Bible studies in their school or leading whatever it may be with their families, when we empower students and say, no, you can do this because God has called you because all of that mess, God has used that mess to, so that you can lead people who are also going through that same mess that you went through. And I know that when you get told you can't do something, it, it, it is so discouraging. And so when we can see and know what, what students can do, man, it is going to not only make their relationship with Jesus stronger, it's going to make their relationship with their family stronger, and it's going to make our church, not just here at Switch and Life Church, but it's going to make God's church stronger right. because these students know that they can do whatever they are called to do. Man, that's huge. I don't, after that, I don't have anything else to say. That's so good. What I want you to do is, though, come back and join us. We're going to do a bonus episode of how you practically do these things. How do you practically get to know someone's name? How do you practically get to know what matters to them? How do you get to know their story? How do you get to know what they've done? And how do you get to know what they can do? If you haven't checked it out, make sure you do. It's personal. Five questions you should answer to give every kid hope. Again, by Virginia Ward, Reggie Joyner, and Kristen Ivy. Uh, thank you guys both for being here. I appreciate it. And thank you guys for listening to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Oh, oh, oh.